0: Hey and welcome back to the Black Women's Working podcast. Hey ladies. Hey! Say hey. so, how are we? Hi. <laughs> yeah, that, how are we gonna introduce ourselves? <laughs> oh, hey. some, I don't know what, what some
1: people are doing. My name is Natalie. My name's oh, Rachel.
2: Uh oh, um Tolu.
0: <laughs> oh 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 I was already. tolu aka okay. okay, Tolls. Hmm. And it's Chantel here today. Um, we have you what say is say How we are. Oh, yeah, sorry, I did ask you how you are. And then... Do they care at this point? Yeah, I do. <laughs> how are you? Now? I'm sure they care. I'm amazing, actually. Oh, yeah, nice. On. You're not sad. No, why are you I'm smiling happy. so much? I don't
1: know, actually. I'm just it's beginning to look lot.
0: Oh, please, please, please. <laughs> <I> beg, please. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tales, no,
2: Toss, This is a not... Christmas free zone. Okay, yeah, i I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I love Christmas.
3: I'm blessed and highly favoured. Yes. <laughs> Pass the toes, remains. How are you, rate? I'm fine, thanks. Okay. I'm good. And you?
0: Man, I don't like people wasting my time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just need everyone to do their job. Not here, outside of here. And oh my, my days will be Public bitter. service announcement. <laughs> right, so today's episode um, is actually one that's different from the others. Yeah. We have heard from so many of you guys that um, we've decided to start a Safe Space episode earlier than sort of planned. Um, We don't know how regular they will be, but the more we hear from you, the more we'll reassess what we're doing. So um, today we're responding to a few emails that we've had regarding places in the workplace Mm. issues, problems in the workplace. Mm -hmm. Um, Aside from the emails that we've received, I was going to say, I said in the very beginning, like, on a Tuesday, once... Podcast drops. I like put my phone on airplane mode because
3: you just get bare texts. Yeah, like, you do. Yeah, yeah. People don't never talk no, to I me about it work. No, it needs to stay off airplane mode. It needs to be on loud. I need to see.
0: I'm like, why everybody comes through on the WhatsApp groups talking about their workplace <laughs> issues? Yeah, since the podcast, it's I'm like
3: screenshot that. I have <laughs> screenshot. But I'm like, you
0: know what? Let's save it for podcast. So yeah, I will start first of all with a quote for the cast. And this one is um, from Cicely Tyson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she says, I'm challenges sick. make you discover things about yourself that you never really knew. Um, <coughs> and whether that's the strength or the things that annoy you or the things mm. you need to get rid of. Yeah, that's, that's
1: true. Yeah, that's true. here that's we really are. Powerful.
0: So,
2: problem number one, Toast. So, dilemma number mm-hmm. one. This one's a meaty one. I'll read it quickly. <laughs> Don't rush
1: it. I need to hear the details. <laughs> All right.
2: This year I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression and the company, which I was only with for two months, didn't know how to deal with it. So just bought me out of the company and gave me a settlement deal. They believed it would be best for me, but really it was just a shock to the system. People at first would think that's great. Just before summer, you can live your life, etc. But it was more hopeful as they didn't try to even help me by accommodating my mental health. It all stemmed with the person I lo- worked alongside with, who was micromanaging me, being extremely passive-aggressive towards me. Brought it up to my manager, who was a woman, and she mentioned she would have a chat with him. To cut a long story short, she told him, and he completely ignored me for the rest of the day and emailed me to communicate, bearing in mind I sat right next to him. Eh? <laughs> Nonsense. Nonsense. <laughs> Later on that week, he put a meeting in, for me and him to catch up he was incredibly passive aggressive in the meeting and brought up my mental health as something to trigger me off which it did and then I had an anxiety attack and he just stared at me this is just a snippet of the saga hope this gives you a glimpse of what I went through I hope you get the gist of where I was going but I've been off work still with no job I constantly oh I couldn't see what was written there I think she said she's constantly going over what happened, and um, she never had the patience to go into more detail with them, but I feel like people need to know that this... Wait. Are you still reading it? I'm still reading yeah, this.
0: Yeah,
2: you're, you're, you're cool. Oh, sorry, I lost my point. Sorry, I hope you get the gist of this where I was going, but since I've been off work, still with no job, I constantly get asked what happened, et cetera, and I never had the patience to go into detail, but I feel like people need to know that this is what happens. Hope to hear from you soon. Hmm. Sorry, I
3: messed up the end bit there. Clearly. My fault. Um, <clears throat> what were we saying, guys, with that? I think <sighs> this is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Disgusting. Your face. <laughs> like, how can you give somebody a settlement deal because they have mental health issues? Like... There has to be some... Okay, I know I'm not an advocate for HR. I really dislike HR. But there should, be, there should be somebody that they could speak to in HR explaining, like, potentially, this is something that's happening. I'm not sure as a manager, how do I deal with this? As opposed to giving her money to go. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of behaviour is this? Like, I just don't... I just don't understand. And I, I, I couldn't even fathom working for a company that pays me off like that oh I'll be happy for the money <laughs> hello but it doesn't yeah. help when you're gonna go into a new job now you don't know how to react you don't know how to deal with things you're scared that they may then decide oh we're gonna pay you off as well it's like she has, you can't learn from that to be honest I'll just, I just I I agree with what you said but if we're talking about you know like practicalities
2: in terms of what would you do for this in, in this situation What can you do? Firstly, I don't think there's much you can do except Mm. for leave that job and find a new place. It's obviously not a place that's going to be accommodating or welcoming or understanding of mental health issues. It would be erroneous to believe that staying in such a place would improve your situation or Mm. bring change. That doesn't seem like an environment where there is an openness to change in that respect. Um, You know, with these things, with these struggles that we're always talking about here... It's not everything that's going to be a win for you. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we've ever said that before, but you cannot win every battle. Sometimes yeah. you will win. You will have to take the L. And it's understanding and knowing which situations you should just do that, concede defeat, and which situations you should rise up and say, okay, no, I'm going to fight this because this is actually wrong. And each person's tolerance level is going to be different. And you have to understand and know for yourself where you are, where your boundary lines are, what you have the mental, physical, emotional, etc. capacity to deal with. And if this is something that you go through and you're like, I don't know what to do, leave. That's mm. it. That's the one That's the one card that you have in your hand is leave. And I know that's easier said than done, but really and truly, what else, what more can
0: you do? If there's no adjudicating body that you can report these people to, what else can you do? I agree with you, but I, 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 I stop at the fact that it feels like some of that choice was taken away from her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, in my experience, good leadership is allowing other people to make their decisions. So when you're saying, well, what else could you do apart from leave? Well, actually, she did show up to work when she could. And I know from a company's Mm -hmm. point of view, what what is when you could, can we accommodate? And it doesn't sound like it was going to be the right people or the right environment for her. So, yeah, she probably would have had to move along. But when you then, and we don't know any of the details in terms of, you know, um, competencies or any catch-ups, as he put it, or Mm -hmm. meetings that they were having ongoing. But when you're presented with an option, sometimes it makes it the easy way out. Mm -hmm. And so it was like, do you know what? You, I don't, they obviously couldn't have worded it as you're very ill or whatever. There would have been a set of circumstances for them to say, we're going to pay you out. But then it's like, oh, back against the wall. I'm sick. Um, it seems like they can't deal with me. Oh, there's money. Take it. Whereas, like, one, she was still going to work. The difference could have been that she's like, I'm just not going to go and whatever. She hadn't chosen to resign. Um... And then, you know, you've still got to explore th- th- the condition and how it manifests itself daily, monthly, intermittently with her doctor. So she could have wanted to get signed off sick or been planning her exit. I think that was taken away from her by saying, we'll buy you out. I was like, And I think, sorry, I just think sometimes, like, then that distorts our thought processes or... Um, our way of thinking through, well, how am I going to solve this problem? Because a solution was given to her.
2: I think I agree with what you're saying. I guess what my advice is based on you've done everything that you could now. You've turned up, you showed up, you've gone to the meetings and you're still being dealt with in this manner and in this way. It doesn't look like you really have any other options or any other recourse. So, therefore, your only choice is to go, Mm. like... That's that's the context that I mean, and it's not at necessary at the first stage of resistance mm. that you say pack my bags and go. Mm, 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 mm. There's no <laughs> job out there that will not stress you, that will not have you thinking, oh man, I need to leave this place today, today. But it's like, yeah, it, it's it's coming to that point where you're like, okay, what more can I do? How is this impacting me? She's saying it's triggering more mental health issues. She needs to go because that can just spiral out of control. Mm. So in that instance, oh. she needs to kind of prioritise that and just... These people just sound... Then this place sounds demonic. How can you stare at someone having a panic attack? But what
3: I don't understand is this guy is able to get away with it. Imagine if he's doing this to other people in the workplace. Yeah. That's what's really irritating me about Do the whole thing. It's not only just her. He could be treating other people like this. Real talk, I think real be, talk. With
1: the greatest of respect, yeah. I think self-preservation is a
3: must. 100%. And
1: so... I personally feel there's possibly, a, I'm not an employment lawyer, but possibly ways to, to kind of inf- think about possible claims for discrimination. Because mm-hmm. what's happened, she's basically mm-hmm. said that she has mental health issues and she's been told, okay, mm-hmm. that's nice, go. But because you've only been at the job for two years, we don't know what the two probation... Two months. Sorry, two months. Yeah. We don't know what mm-hmm. the probation period was. Um, so we don't, we kind of don't know whether she was a permanent member of staff or a temporary member of staff, and whether this was uh, action was taken to stop her becoming a permanent member of staff, which meant that they would have to provide her with a certain level of support. Mm. Mm. So there's all these kind of technical reasons that HR departments and firms operate in. Mm, and unless eyes. you have like an in-depth understanding of employment law and employment regulations, you'll never really know mm. like why people are doing what they're doing. I think, for me personally... If you go to your workplace and you say, I have X issue, and then they want to fire you and you haven't really been there for long, I would personally, I agree, agree with, with Tolls. I would just bounce because you can't get ready to fight a battle at a workplace you've only been there for two months. True. I to mm. forget that fact. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's different. If you've been there for years and they came to do this madness... Oh man, you know then, me. I'm a warrior. Then, then it's, di- <laughs> then it's different. But you literally, it's disgusting, and her, and this manager guy as well sounds disgusting. But he just sounds like to me, like a, in the most non-offensive way, like mm. a normal manager. A lot of them, especially when it's like white men, I feel, and and black women. A lot of them are just kind of like, they, yeah, you're yeah. not human to them. Does that make sense? You're yep. not, You're not human. And so that's why he can stare at her when she's having a panic attack rather than go and get water and calm her down. Whereas if was blonde and a Becky, Ugh. he'd be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, somebody get a tissue, somebody help he her. He'd even be terrified at potentially Exactly, potential but because she's a, a new black girl that's and she's already, like, everyone already knows she's got mental mm. health issues, As far as they're concerned, she's disposable. And that's one of the biggest issues when it comes to being a black woman in the workplace. Yeah, we are disposable. Your pain, Mm -hmm. your sickness, your mental health, your issues are not not valued as real issues. And so in that situation, I'm completely out because you don't want to be working with barbarians like that, especially Mm. when you're at the beginning of your journey of figuring out how your diagnosis is going to impact your life. Because I feel like they would have done the same thing if she had cancer or if she found out she had MS (laughs) or something else like that. And it's just kind of like, all that's going to do is trigger I think the bigger issue is that when something like that happens, after you've made an admission that you have a long-term illness, it can be damaging to your confidence. And I think that's what takes a longer time to repair. But sometimes you just have to be like, I don't know these people. These people don't know me. I'm not a permanent member of staff. They don't have any obligations to me. If anything, I'll go in there and say, well, unless I failed my probation... Like, I want you to pay me a little bit more. Mm. Or alternatively, if there's private healthcare, can I have counseling, some counseling sessions Mm. on your private healthcare? I would go in there and try and bargain for a little bit more to get more of what she needs. Because especially when people have been diagnosed with like anxiety and depression, the cue. And the long wait to get counselling and to get support, mm-hmm. you know, people are telling me how they're doing like online CBT classes and things like that. The queue is off the chain. And if, and if you can leverage it and say, look, OK, I understand you want to get rid of me because you don't want to deal with it. But really, you kind of are discriminate against me. Fair enough, you want me to go. But can I have something else apart from money? Can I have something that I really, truly need? That's the kind of tactical mm, thing that I've been doing different. because mm. what she needs is to be able to cope with her diagnosis, first and foremost, whatever job she's in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in order to do that, she's going to need some type of counselling, some type type of CBT. So if if she was my friend, I would have said, look, you don't want to fight that, but you don't want that smoke. You just get your diagnosis. You're not even physically or mentally strong enough to fight it. But let's try and get you something, basically, That means that even after this saga, you're better off.
3: Yeah, because I just wouldn't want her to go into a new job and then her mental health is an issue for Mm. the employer again and the same thing starts to play out because how does that then affect her mental health going forward again to maybe go to another job or maybe she won't Mm. work again after that. So that's why I was saying what I said. No, Venice. no, I agree. I yeah. agree with you. It's disgusting. And I think it's
1: just as people, because we can have like all these you know mental health weeks and mental health days, but workplaces they don't really care.
3: That's just for show. Sure. You know That's that for showing sure, issues. And
1: until people learn how to, to 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 put real support in place until workplaces, you know, actually take action in that way. It's the same thing with diversity. Always oh, say diverse. But when you deal with HR and things like that, they have no nothing really in place to support people from different backgrounds. It's the same for mental health. Mm. So to until they ha- you, have those things in place, you're gonna see a lot of this happening. Mm.
2: I when I first read that I was actually surprised at the settlement deal after two months because some places they would True. not do that. Yep. You I
0: presume probation They're, is three months. They'll find but some isn't other that reason. girls that they know that they're probably letting her Ep- go for an unwarranted yeah, reason. Yeah, that's that's exactly. Yeah, it's discrimination.
2: One hundred percent is. But equally, they could have done it and said, "Money what, for what? Nah, true. you just didn't fit the bill. You were a cultural fit. That's what easily <laughs> mm-hmm. they could have done that. So if there's anything, I don't even yeah, know if you can true. call it a silver lining, but at least is- you had the offer. Of a settlement deal because I'm sure there's many people that didn't even get that opportunity. They probably offered
1: her a settlement deal because actually in in, in reality she had a claim against yeah. them Yeah. And was they were scared. They were shook to give her a settlement deal to get her out the door, knowing that she's probably not going to have time to get employment law advice and mm. things like that. Then to actually do it quickly, do do it properly. Mm. But it's it's difficult so when you're something in that to situation, be aware of, guys. Yeah. You have to you know, know your rights. Know. So that's
0: what I mean about when the when the Option is put in front of you. Sometimes you feel like that's the option you must take. Whereas mm-hmm. if she had more time to think to or to learn, she would never ask have signed questions, the settlement deal. Yeah. Then, yeah, she she there might have been another way, but it, it probably was just like, Oh god, I'm anxious, I don't want to work, I can't mm-hmm. work. The, this is where can you go for the first option. Well, that situation I think that happens to a is. lot of people though. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. say, like, in a situation where you're being offered any
1: settlement citizens advice bureau maybe we need to actually do like a list of all the different websites where you can go to get employment advice and Mm. things like that because i've done there's some things
3: in my work that's happened to me and i'm thinking why did i after time i thought why did i do that why did i let this happen because i thought about it i've read about it and i'm thinking rah i should never have done that Mm. but in the moment when they're throwing the cash at you or they're giving you something or they're saying sign this you're like okay
2: Mm. and gov.uk is that the website yeah, yeah that, that is a fantastic resource in terms of understanding what your um what's it your rights are in the mm. workplace i've you i've rinsed that so many times <laughs> um, not for even myself but for friends when they were like this is what's going on i'd be like hold on a second <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's true these
1: are your rights mm. um because all you but, have to do is write one little letter quoting one piece of legislation they will get frightened. turned mm. they will get Write and yeah, you've heard
2: it first. Write letters, don't make rash decisions, basically. Yeah, Yeah. and but put your welfare first, but also take time if you are able to and have the capacity to look at what your rights actually are and seek out resources that might be able to inform you better. Or also call um Citizens Advice Bureau Mm -hmm. and see what um, advice they can offer you. But anyway, on a good note. We have an update to that situation, and it is this. And she says, you can add on from the dilemma that I finally got a job after being out for five months Mm. and now working with an all-black team, and my manager is black too. (laughs) I have never worked in an all-black team, and I (laughs) I don't think I've ever had a black manager. So, boy, some of you are just enjoying life, (laughs) like, literally. So I'm really happy that situation worked itself out, kind of, just by moving into a different locality. Oh, thank God. That's I'm, I'm so yeah. happy
0: for her. Right. Okay, so moving on. Um, uh, a workplace issue of quite a different nature. Here we go. I'm currently facing issues at work, which I've noticed is making me unhappy and I don't really know what to do. Yeah. I've been working for three years now in the financial industry. During this period, I have had several different roles and I have not enjoyed any of them. It's a big fight at every single place. And recently, I was put on perform on a performance plan, and I've successfully completed the plan. But I've honestly, but I have to honestly say, it's been a very tiring experience. I'm very driven. I'm a very driven and ambitious individual, but it was completely taken the wrong way. My confidence at work has been affected after the plan, and I think it's fear that they will do something. What do I do? I'm wondering whether this is actually for me. Um, for me being in corporate world as I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy what I do and I feel miserable.
2: I mean, I'm not being funny, but it's in that last few sentences. I don't enjoy what I'm doing.
0: And I feel miserable. Yeah,
2: it needs a reassessment. Like the <laughs> performance plan, is that like a, a probation
0: or something because you've done something? No, it can be like if you're at work and then you're not meeting the, the expectations. Yeah, so, so they put you...
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, take this as a sign. If you're <clears throat> saying you've done several jobs in a financial sector... And you're not really enjoying it. Um, you've been put on a performance plan and you've literally said with your own chest that you don't really enjoy it. It's time to kind of consider what else you might like to do. Don't force it indefinitely. Like, unlike, like no one should be breathing down your neck saying you have to do this. If there is someone doing that, that's a different thing that you need to deal with. Like, why why are
1: you doing it if you don't enjoy it? Um,
2: like, am I talking?
1: Do you no, know what I mean? It's, you know to be it, fair, like, I agree with you, but I don't. And the reason I say that is is because there are working in a corporate environment period challenging is very very challenging um and I think people think oh I work in EC I do tap my oyster canary wharf that they think that that there's a lot of like highlight and glitz and glam and to be fair certain aspects of it can't lie to you are glorified slavery and very very emotionally draining and I think that when you work in, if you work in the financial industry, even the whole graduate pro, like process, because like you're really, really sold a dream about what you're doing and how dynamic your work is, and sometimes very difficult. And there are periods in my career where I was just like Jehovah, what is this? This is not. I am unhappy. I am. I, I'm like it's a struggle. And sometimes people do stick out at it because it it can get better Mm. or not. I think the the performance plan, if I'm honest with you, the the points that I want to pick out from that is, one, the performance plan. And the point to to note about the performance plan is that she actually satisfied it. She actually did well on it. She completed it. She completed it to the point where if she didn't do well on it, they would have dismissed her, right? So... Even though we don't have that from that inform that background information, that kind of li- rings alarm bells in my head about the time the type of team that you work yeah. in, mm-hmm. the type of environment you're in, the fact that your manager will put you on a performance plan. And then you pass it anyway. And that is that whole process of being called into a meeting room, being given this plan, the assessment, the worry, the concern. And it could just be people just picking at her. Because another thing she said as well is that she's quite an ambitious woman mm-hmm. and it's been taken the wrong way. So I think her, you need to decide whether the, the, the discontent is the actual physical job she's doing all the teams or environments she's doing it in. I've been working as a corporate lawyer, I would say, for eight years. I've worked in four different law firms. That Some people, someone would look at my CV and be like, oh, my God, that's so many law firms. But it's only now that I've only been this last law firm that I've been at this last year that I've really enjoyed it the most. Like, my previous one, the first year and a half, I really liked it. Second year, they were just acting dumb. It is what it is. But... That's after eight years now, I'm not saying everyone has to struggle and wait wait for eight years, but I think a lot of the misery is really about the teams and environments she's working in rather than the job that she's actually mm-hmm. doing. There's a slight my, there's my a slight last, difference there
0: my my last manager and my non teaching before I went off to teaching, she said to me, "Not every school and not every leader is for you
3: mm-hmm. and like
0: one hundred percent because actually. The, the If you're in a toxic environment, it doesn't matter how good you are at your job or how much you like your job, you won't be able to thrive. Yeah. And sometimes exactly the performance and the performance and c- could be a matter of um mic- micromanagement. Yeah. It could be a matter of the fact that she's mm-hmm. unhappy. So not that she's not able to do the job, but she hasn't got the motivation to. I think the other side of it is like, I don't know if it's only been working for three years or three years in the financial industry, but it is it is a relatively short amount of time um, to, to, to really know what you want, where you are. Um, and she's done different roles. I think also financial services, If assuming that this is like a recent graduate, assuming someone new or just new in the, in the in sector, like you've got to remember that this skill can carry. So like you don't have to do finances in corporate. There are so many other mm. places that you can carry your skill. It doesn't have to be... The most obvious, and mm-hmm. um, when you're saying, I don't know if this is for me, so you don't have
1: to work in a bank. You don't have to work in the big four. You could work for a school, social you could enterprise, work for a you could social, social enterprise, a tech startup. There's so Absolutely. many different things you mm-hmm. could do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like because the environment is toxic, you then think that's it. The whole throw the mm. whole baby out with the bathwater, and sometimes you don't need to do that. Mm. I do think though that there does need to be some self, like, self-assessment as to... I was literally about to say that. What makes you happy. Self-analysis. As to, yeah, yeah, as to what you think a good role is mm-hmm. and that what you are looking for in a good role. Because ultimately, you can do this role in financial services, different roles, but if you don't know what type of role makes you happy in terms of, you know what type of thing you wanna be doing, whether you want autonomy, what type of conversations you wanna be having, what type of size for me it'd be kind of like what type of deals, what type of sector of the industry do I want to work in, where's my expertise? You have to do some research around that to figure out what you really like. But there's and there's also Because you can move like from role to role to role. But if you the fa- you are the constant, obviously environments are toxic, but you have to kind of know what is you what
2: want, you want what and you're going where you're going. And
0: mm. emotional intelligence as well. Yeah. Like if you have to also I don't I don't necessarily like the term play the game, but you you have yeah. to know who you're operating with mm-hmm. as well as where you are. So she says it's been a fight every single time. Yeah, and I believe that. And very much so it could be, but there's also an element of this is the sector that I work in or this is the organization that I'm working in, and this is how this person operates and seeing where sometimes you can meet them halfway. Mm. It's hard for me to say that, but that's the reality she's saying that she's ambitious. there's things that she wants to do, but you've also gotta meet the organizational Mm-mm. um aims the managers aims and your own and find where they can merge together to bring you yeah, up like, and so I fighting think
2: the corporate like sector is a difficult one as well because I feel like like you said some people a lot of people just float into it because they think that's where they should go but Like real talk, you have to have a Spartan mentality to to hundred percent For real warrior setting. Like
3: and you made a good point (laughs) that three years
2: isn't that long and I yeah, I accept that and I take that on board actually because um You can learn a lot in three years, but it's still not really... like When I think about the roles that I've had and how long it's even taken me to get to this mental place that I am at Mm. where I'm just like, "Mm, these are my boundaries, don't push me beyond it because, do you know (laughs) what I mean? Do you know how long it's taken me to get there? Mm. So sometimes you actually do just have to... Go through the valley of the shadow of death. But wow, <laughs> real talk. The of the But shadow. then it's up to you if you want to keep pushing to get to the other side where there's green pastures and do you know what, you do know, know what what green th- land. Do you know, what I think
1: the str- the struggle is with those environments as well. They're very very hierarchical, and so it's probably the first. And that's why there's a lot of micromanagement as well. And if you think, like, we've lived our lives, done A-levels, you've gone to uni, we've kind of had a lot of independence. And to go to a workplace where everything you do is second-guessed, everything is double-checked, like, it can eat away at your confidence and your just kind of own autonomy. You're just kind of like, why do I need to get this checked? Why do I need to get this done? Because I know what I'm doing. And I had to kind of just, I had to, like, lean into it and be like, look, I'll get, like, if 10 people need to check it, it t- let ten people check That's I just it. Say That's though, where the self analysis needs is, to come
2: yeah. into it as well, because you need to understand who you are as a person yeah. and what your limits are and what your boundaries are. What can you take? Are you able to humble yourself? Have you? I'm not saying that you have, but have you sat down and thought, okay, this is why this is my. What did she get put on? what's a, it called? A performance plan. Performance. Have you sat down to consider to yourself why did you get put on the plan? If there was any validity in being put on the plan, yeah, of, that's of a good course, point, yeah. you know, you passed it and that's excellent news, but was there at the time that you were putting it any validity in you being put on it? And if that's so, you need to kind of reflect and assess for yourself is my competency where it needs to be to be in this role is that why i'm struggling because it's not or, where else? Or is i'm not the saying place?
0: it is it's a is it the place i only say i only say that because i've been on a, a performance same plan before and it definitely wasn't about my competence mm. yes the reflection was and this is why i say you have to kind of know where you are in terms mm-hmm. of place and people is what was, was really the issue for me is I wasn't motivated to work for that person I felt like I'd done mm. everything that I needed maybe even just wanted to do and I'd been I was on burnout by that point I was on burnout mm. and it was like it was a matter of I wasn't sloppy my work was still good but it was what you get is what you get mm. now in all honesty like when I look back at what the manager was asking for. It it was it was her tick list. It was a thing she wanted done. There wasn't essentially anything wrong with what she with what she wanted. It's it's the package. Just, I I didn't have much more to give and and I had to I think I can easily say that and it doesn't trigger anything because I knew it wasn't competence. Like I knew the whole thing mm-hmm. that was going on. If it is competence then yeah you need to be able to take feedback and reflect and think where are you?
3: Mm. I think for me, the same thing happened. Like, they put me on like a, beha- well, mine was called behaviour improvement notice. Is it because of your attitude? Be- no, Be- hey, that's not no, Behaviour no, like no, improvement let me, let me tell you notice. why they did it. Let me tell you why they did mm, it. Because I was at a certain level when I came there. I was one of the youngest people there and I managed to move to a whole different band in a whole different, better department. They were vexed. They were jealous. So they put me on a behaviour improvement notice. <laughs> <laughs> listen, <laughs> let me tell you yourself. No, let me, let me, know your place. No, let me tell you why. Because, a behaviour improvement notice in that particular, like, industry where I was, you need to be on it for a whole year and they need to be able to monitor you. Mm. I was leaving two weeks, in two weeks' time, no and they gave me the this. notice. Mm. And I said, so how are you going to monitor me? How are you going to check me? Oh, we still have to do it. It's protocol. It's prot- protocol what? Because, were you going to check with my new manager? No, of course you're not. Then they came with, oh, we're not really going to tell it, child, We're just going to put it on your paper form. Oh. I said, what? That's why when I read this, I was like, these people are trying to play you. They're trying to push your, like... Personality down. That's why they did it to me. They knew I was good at my job. I used to finish my job and I used to leave on time. They knew I was good at my job. They didn't want me to move forward. There were other girls there for years. Vexed. I know Becky was in the back bloody crying because I was moving and she wasn't. She'd been to so many interviews, but she was in the back crying. So don't let them push this one, pissed me off when I saw it. I was so vexed. Don't let them, don't let them push you down. If, if the financial service industry isn't for you, that might be another thing. But don't let them push your mm-hmm. personality down. Like, she's saying she's confident and ambitious. Don't let them push that down. Don't make them knock you because mm-hmm. they will finish you in mm-hmm. this place. No. You know, it is, it's funny because, no. like,
1: I met with, um, like, someone messaged, messaged me on LinkedIn and she had a she was a paralegal. She had a similar issue. And I just said, look, like, from what she described, but it, it's similar because she, she, she'd actually... Slightly different because she'd actually resigned. And I just was like, no, why did you do that? I switched, switched, switched. But I said to her, look, at the end of the day, like you set the wider goals for your life and for your career and those go beyond any immediate managers or any like Sally, not even from HR, Sally and your team or any idiot that wants to kind of break down your confidence. There are managers I can look back in my life, men and women who have thought, you know what? I don't like her. She's got a bubble. She's got energy. She's she's ambitious, she says what she wants, she knows what she's here for. I'm gonna take her down a peg or two. And that's why when people come with me and I hear about performance plans, the only thing I think about it is I'll I'll is just exactly what you said. But the encouragement I always give to people in the situation is like what is the wider plan for you? Mm-hmm. Outside of wherever you work, this department, taking your head out of where you are right now and looking forward and, and seeing the end in mind, what is the wider plan? Because that is ultimately what you cling on to. And if you don't have any wider plan of like where you want your career to go, what you want to do, you will be miserable because all of the issues you're going through, there is no silver lining and then once you get through one set of issues, it's like mm. a next one is, mm-hmm. co- is is coming. And so the only thing I want to say is also is that don't let it become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Whereas your confidence is low, and then you then believe the messages that you've been given. You take it, you internalize it, as then your work and your your work product is then poor mm. because you're not confident, because you're given up, similar to what you're saying, mm-hmm. you have no more to give. And
3: make them break you. Mm.
1: And then and then it, you're just gonna get put on another performance plan. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get more assessments. It's going to come up in your praises. It's going to come in everything. You kind of have to take take the ball by the horns and manage your own career and be like, look, these people are nuts. I'm miserable. But X is my overall goal. So I'm going to have to manoeuvre through Y, through Z, through A, through B. And I'm going to do it because I know eventually... And I'm hoping that it's going to get me to X,
0: basically. Yeah, and balance. Yeah. If work is miserable, make sure that all other parts of Of your life life are satisfying Mm -hmm. until you can change work. Yeah, Yeah. that's true, Mm. actually. That's a very good point. Okay. Um, Hope that helps. Um, So, final um, email dilemma for today. Mm -hmm. Interesting one. Um, hi ladies, I've been working at my place of work for three years, and each time I've tried to ask for a pay rise, it has been met with talk that there is a pay rise freeze. However, I'm aware of other people within the business receiving a pay rise at the same time. How I, how do I approach the topic of getting one without it falling on deaf ears? Ooh.
2: Why you look at me? That's hard because it's, a it's, it's hard one.
0: because, like, don't come and talk to me about other people when we're talking about you, right? So, the whole idea of well, such and such got a pay rise is that the conversation? That's not the conversation. No, it can't. It
1: can can't I just be. ask? but they couldn't yeah, have had another I'm not contract. even trying. No, do you know? Can I just ask? Are oh, people <laughs> this is gonna Are be asking brief? us? Yeah, just enjoy <laughs> it. Yeah. Why should they give you a pay rise? Someone comes to me. And asking for a thats black like, why? But Presuming that the basis can be provided. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, Doesn't yeah. sound like she's gone there with much though.
3: Is that what you think? Yeah. She's uh, like, do you, okay. okay do you know? Payrolls. Do you know what? And I'm not throwing
1: her under the bus. I'm saying like. Because there's, there's two different types of, mm. of situation. There's a situation, and this actually happened to me at my previous firm, where I was, like, on a certain amount. And then some blubber mouth other newly qualified, was speaking about how much they were on, and they were on, like, 15K more than me. Jeez. And so I was like, I'm only doing nine to five. Yeah, it was mad. It was nuts. I've... I've been through it, because oh, right. oh, I know so they don't. Some of the girls the that she's doing, they, they don't. They, well. they don't. Think we've been yeah. and, we've and been she there. was just like, like private school education. Like, oh, I'm on search and search, and I was like, what? And I was thinking, I'm doing more hours than you. I'm doing. I've been through it. So then that for, for me basically is kind of like a principle. Like we're on the same level, mm-hmm. doing the same role, and you're paying her so much more. Mm-hmm. Like that is not justified. Separately, when it comes to pay rises. I am a chicken. I've never actually negotiated for, for a pay rise. Mm-hmm. And I'm not good at I'm not negotiating. That's one criticism mm-hmm. that I can accept. However, if I did want to argue that I wanted a pay rise, you need to come with receipts. Mm-hmm. Because whether the business is doing good or bad. People aren't just, hey, you get a pay rise, no, no, you no. get a pay rise, you get a pay rise. Luckily for me, because our industry is very much based on your years of qualification, it's just ultimately expected that every year your salary will it's go up because yeah. effectively they can they can charge more for my time. But that doesn't mean that the pay rise I get it fully reflects my additional work. Yeah, if I wanted yeah. to ask for, if I saw my pay rise and I was like, and I wanted to ask for more, mm-hmm. I would have to like go through my review, go yeah. through it and demonstrate where yeah. I've added where I've added value. And so, just because you're hearing about other people getting mm-hmm. pay rises you don't
0: know.
1: You don't know. First of all, that's how they keep us all on low pay by not encouraging people not to talk about what they get paid. It's a very, very personal thing. I get it. But you need to come with receipts. Uh, not, not. I think a business case is too strong. But you need to come and justify and say, look, I add value here. I add value here. Since I've joined, I've implemented this. I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. No one is going to give you a pay rise. Just for just for doing your job. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I th-
2: in the instance that someone has gone with the receipts, because I've done this <laughs> and it fell on deaf ears, man. Just God. leave. That would be one of my greatest L's to till this day. But um, say that in yes, yeah, say if someone has brought forth their case, yeah. and um, and they're still not getting a payment. Just whereas, leave. What's it? Just leave. What just
0: did leave. You huh? What did you? Do? What did you do? What did I do? I you left it you stayed (laughs) that's the L this episode is not about me still
2: (laughs) wow I um, am it's it's weird in some certain situations I've won but I haven't because I haven't got what I've Think reflects what I've brought but then there's so hard uh, so with me it's such a wider context I can't even it's not like it a always normal situation. It not though. a normal situation and I'm not defending it any way shape or form but basically it, it's just kind of at the point now where I can't really argue for that because I don't have the business case right at the moment in order to do that extra push but I very much knew like when I am um, wanted one my manager was like okay right everything down and then because she it wouldn't go through her it was going to go through someone else so I did all of that but then the guy left and then it just fell through the gaps and then there was a reshuffle of everything mm. in the business different roles oh, yeah. whatever. People told and us it before. just yeah it just it just fell into the ether and the it, it never yeah exactly it never came back down again so yeah I agree with you. you have to have the business case you 100% have to and the way you do that is whenever someone compliments your work you save it save it in a special folder mm-hmm. a client writes an email saying oh thank you for the wonderful job save it whenever someone gives you like little a chocolate little, little card yeah, take exactly. a picture of it exactly <laughs> and then you use first. these things to build your case because like Natalie said no one's gonna look at the end of year and say oh yeah well I actually in my role now that's what they do everyone I think gets a pay rise yearly but that wasn't something that used to occur when I first joined if it's me I but, would just um, I
1: would say leave man if you I can think, yeah. yeah if you can leave because
3: ultimately I feel three like three years you've been asking it's time to to go it it, 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 depends
0: on like I think pay pay is sort of a a whole reflection of your role where you're at where you want to be not just at work but you know how your finances match your other movements Mm. in life Mm -hmm. and I think you definitely have to come with receipts you can't be out here just no one's going into their manager's office it's just saying
1: can i, have a pay can, can pay? I get a pay rise
0: and i don't assume that she's done it's that but you have to come with a, a case and a case enough that says do you know what is it that i feel like i i should have more money in this role because if i went to another company or another borough i would get more money for mm-hmm. the same thing or because john next to me is doing the same job and getting more or is it actually that you've started to you've you role? And you started to complete things in other areas, whether it's moving up Mm. or moving sideways. And so that's why you need to move along. So the lead factor is like, should also, should I be looking for a new role in the same role in a new place or a new role that reflects my worth?
2: One thing that I wanted to say, actually, there is kind of one instance in which you could kind of be like, "Mm, yeah, can I have a pay rise and not really provide that much support and evidence and that's if you've researched your role and industry and the pay what it's you're changed. getting yeah, mm. is below what the average is I think that's the one instance where you can be like you might not mug me off like lift
0: my pay please and they'll either come back with yes or no and then you yeah, maybe it I, true. True.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But I,
0: I also think and maybe it takes a bit more balls being um in industry for longer but I think or being in work for longer but I think as part of your interview questions you should ask so all them ones where it's like mm. oh do you have any questions hmm not really. Like I think <laughs> I, I, I definitely think you should What's always the always bring pay like, to the table. Like the job was advertised at this amount of money. Mm. Um, is, is that what the salary is? Even if you're not expecting... You're too scared to negotiate... Wait, to say that question again. The job was advertised yeah. with this salary. Yeah. Is that what it but sometimes is? Sometimes it's a range. What does that mean? Be like, okay, so sa- yeah, is that, that what
1: the salary is actually going to be? So the range will be like... The salary range is between 50 yeah. and 55. Yeah. And then she's basically saying... You know, nine when you arrive exactly. You yeah. want to make sure that it exactly reflects what you're actually going to get. Or they you,
0: met you, they might want to pay you a little bit more. That, that, yeah, that they, might, they might be expecting you to then say, oh well, what would you expect? Be ready if you yeah. ask the question. Be ready, mm-hmm. but you know, if you're, even if you're not negotiating, literally just say it. This is the pay. Just go through little, little things like, and does that include holidays or overtime, or whatever oh, yeah, yeah, you do? Yeah. And then you know, ask what is the procedure especially if you're working a job that's not performance related pay so oh, yeah. i you you know i assume in my role i will have annual or by, by annual reviews Will that be reflected in my pay? Ask the question. When do when do we as an organisation have conversation about pay? And then that's on the table. So then nobody's surprised when you when do you are You come with that gumption. That's a very good piece I of always, advice.
3: Yeah, very good. I always always say when people are doing interviews, the interview is not only for you; it's for them, the mm-hmm. employer as well. Mm-hmm. Go there with proper questions, not just. Yeah, oh but when it are does you take, Let me know. It does take a element no. of bravery, no, though. No, you, know, you, <laughs> have, no, you have. No, you have. don't know that. That's what because obviously
2: experience now taught us that. Like. We're obviously going to approach all of our situations mm. differently in future. Mm. But I mean punk, this, <laughs> two or three years ago, and I, I wouldn't have a Breh, clue. I've but applied for full-time I've roles already...
0: and then said to them, yes, yeah, so I work part-time. Like, <laughs> like on many occasions. You're I've, the real MVP, <laughs> though. <laughs> I've sat down for full-time roles and, and walked out part-time. Like could you just ask yeah, for what I wanna you want? Be that kind of, I, just ask for what you she's want. The I want to be MVP.
2: like you. No, really. I want to be like
0: you. Did I tell you I'm trying to figure out what I was to be? <laughs> no, do you know
3: why as well. Yeah, because there was one there was one girl that I knew and she didn't know she basically was going for a job that was literally paying like 1000 more than what she was already earning. Mm. So she went there and she told them in the in the interview, this is what I'm earning right now, yeah, and I would like it, it to be mm. X. Yeah. They said okay. Yeah, they saw the they credentials, look. they saw the CV, and they were like, you know what, she's worth it. It's we're going to pay her. What's the worst they can say It's no, isn't no. It. And it's then you it. make the decision because you still got your other job. You yeah. can decide to stay there, or you can decide this to is it. Move on. It's worth on. It.
0: It's all got it's all got to fall in. There's be no confident.
3: In, there's no Ask them the the for the money. Money I can make. Money, money, money.
0: Right, so. I mean those were just three of the of the safe space emails that we've had aside from the whatsapps and the conversations on the side you know there are some that we've had that are quite generic that we feel um a- affects more than one person I think one of the biggest ones is just like when we see something wrong walking away or leaving and then the you solution, say wrong, do you mean racially wrong? Racially wrong, you mm-hmm. know, or someone's not being treated right. Even some of the problems, the problem that we read first, like, um, a lot of things are dealt with in hindsight. Yeah, I feel like pe- when we're reading through some of the problems, it's like, but I've already left now. Mm. And yeah,
1: that's so frustrating because, like, when someone comes to you and they've already left, you're like, sis, so all the leverage and the power that you have... But I can get why people just yeah. get... To, we're human, and we just get to a point where, like, actually, I need it to doesn't. preserve my yeah. spirit. Yeah. I'm out
0: and I get it. Um, yeah, sorry. No, <laughs> no, but, you know, we we're here to discuss um, issues in the workplace, but positive as well. We did say we'd like to have some good news stories. Yes, so, you know, please. through our episodes, and we've said, you know, it's not a rambling podcast. We hope that we are offering constructive advice with each episode. And and bearing in mind the the emails that we've read out, this is just our own opinions, our own Mm. personal takes. But talking things out, hearing what other people have to say, will often trigger what you think you need Mm. to do next.
2: Can I just say, if there's anybody who listens to this and actually has like direct kind of professional experience in some of the dilemmas that have been brought out, um, out. Um, yeah, reach out to us, and then maybe we might be able to. give those people even better or more constructive advice or just advice that we can share with the rest of you Mm. so that if that situation arises arises in your professional career, you know um, how you can deal with it and what your legal whatever... What is what's the word I'm looking for? Legal rights. That's it. Yeah. Um. And if
0: and if people have used things that work, let us know. Yeah, please. So if if you've been through something and you've used an organisation or a website or a person that's been able to head, help yeah. help you, shout yes. them out. So Especially if they're a black women working. Yeah. Yes.
3: Make us know. And if
0: they're <laughs> in employment law as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So as always, unfortunately, we are at the end before we even really anticipated she really? just to say oh yeah sad, oh, sad. Oh. Oh. oh was you ready she's like I'm ready whatever <laughs> <laughs> do continue to follow us and engage yes, on the socials hashtag BWW Podcast UK both Instagram and Twitter you will be finding us on some of our LinkedIn's
2: and Snapchat
0: and Snapchat we need to get onto that Snapchat uh, email us as you do blackwomenworkinguk UK at gmail.com. Thanks, Nats. Yeah. That's it really. I mean, look out ho- look after yourself, ladies. Yeah. You Self-preservation yeah. is a must. Confidence like-
3: in the workplace <laughs> is it? Oh no, you're gonna keep Oh my goodness. On a serious laugh. On a serious don't note. Don't just be confident in the workplace please like don't let the people push more about it don't let babylon
2: knock you down because yeah, okay. of the plantation i <laughs> don't that note, okay alright. Okay. No thank
0: you everyone <laughs> thank you guys <laughs> thank you. All right. bye, bye. bye.